you ever lost any friends? I mean, have people just really just walked out on you? Now, look, I understand people may be separating from me because there's one thing I am perfect at, and that is being imperfect. <laughs> I am perfectly imperfect. But people leaving Jesus, that's a little bit different story. Well, let's look at it today at John chapter six. Hey, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome to Grace for Your Journey. Glad you're with us. You're new. Welcome on in. So pick it up in verse 60. The Bible says this. Now, when many of disciples heard it, they said, this is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? Okay, so what Jesus had just said, he'd been in the synagogue. He had talked about communion. He had talked about his body and his blood having to be received uh, to have eternal life. Now, he wasn't talking about physically receiving it because he was alive right then. He wasn't saying, hey, to get to heaven, you got to come take a bite out of me. Or to get to heaven, you have to come and drain me and drink my blood. That's not what he was saying. He was saying, I am from the Father. I am like the Father. And you must put your faith and trust in me if you have any chance of going to heaven. Why? Because I have the power to say you go or to say you don't go. And so it's that context that these disciples say, this is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? Then he goes on and says, but Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, do you take offense at this? In other words, Jesus is saying, I'm telling you the truth. So is that bothering you? Are you bothered when someone says the truth? Now, they can say it in a mean way, and we don't like their tone, and, and I get all that. But when someone lovingly and kindly speaks the truth to you, is it offensive? Well, maybe, maybe not. It depends on the context, right? Well, some of these people were getting offended that Jesus said, hey, look, me and the Father, we're one. I've come from heaven. I am the way that you get to heaven. And so he goes on, he says this. He said, then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? That's heaven. It is the spirit now, is Jesus saying this, who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. Jesus said, if you're going to come to life, you're going to come to life because the spirit of God awakens within you faith, within you faith and draws you to me. There's nothing in the flesh. There's no works you can do to make it to heaven. It's a spiritual process. Then he goes on. He says, the words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. What I've said to you is from the father is basically what he's saying. I'm saying to you that what is true. What I'm saying to you is real, it's factual, it's fact, you can't get around it. I hope it doesn't offend you, but I'm going to emphasize it again. It's true. Then he goes on. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning those who were there who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. So Jesus knew right then, right, that there are people gathered around him that didn't believe, and he also knew Judas would be the one to betray him. This was early in his ministry. How does Jesus know this? Well, because he's all God. Then he goes on and says, and he said to them, said, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted to him by the father. Jesus said, I get it. Looking at me, believing that I am all God and all man come to earth. That is a hard thing. That's why he goes on and says that your flesh, your natural eyes, your natural ears, your natural will. Okay. Hello. Your natural will, your natural decision-making ability is not going to bring you to me. It is going to be a work of the Spirit ordained by the Father. So if you know Christ today, you have encountered God in a real resurrection fashion. He has resurrected your dead spirit to life. The Spirit of God has moved in your life profoundly. Some of you might be saying, well, you know, I don't really experience the Holy Spirit like other people. If you know the Lord, you've experienced the Holy Spirit in the most significant way imaginable, and that is God awakening faith in you, drawing you to salvation. It's an amazing thing. Right, Because in your natural will, you were not going to do this. So now 
Let's pick up at verse 66. The Bible says this. And because of these words, many of his disciples turned back and did not walk with him any longer. People left Jesus because he spoke the truth about himself, about the Father, about the Spirit, and about the desperate, abject poverty of man's spirit and soul. And without God intervening and getting involved, they would not come to the Savior. And so, and so they just left. They didn't like hearing that. In verse 67, the Bible says, so Jesus said to the 12, now, do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter said to him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered and said to them, did I not choose you? He says this to the 12, and yet one of you is the devil. He spoke of Judas, the, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he one of the 12 was going to betray him. So, you know, Peter comes up with a great response. Peter says, hey, if we leave you, who do we go to? Because no one is like you. And then he goes on to say, right, I've chosen all of you. I've picked all of you. I've pulled all of you out of the crowd and set you apart. And that still isn't good enough for someone, Judas, who's going to betray him. So let me ask you a question. Have you walked away from the Lord because of hard sayings? Has he said some things that you didn't like? And so you've backed off, man, trust him that what he says is life and truth. Lean in. Don't run away. Be a Peter. I have nowhere else to go and not a Judas. I'm turning my back on you. Now, when you do that, you're going to have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, help us to lean in and walk faithfully all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. We'll talk again right here next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.